Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. This video is being premiered on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. You are invited, whether you're an old subscriber or new one, to follow the channel on these alternate platforms. It's good to always know where the backups are, and I've shared many times before that you already know by now that YouTube is not always playing ball. And therefore, um, it's good for you to at least be subscribed to one of the alternate channels. You can choose Rumble, you can choose BitChute, you can choose Brighteon. I think Brighteon might need you to have an account, but I think you can watch a BitChute video and a Rumble video without having an account. So all you need to do is wherever you are watching this on whichever channel, you will see a subscribe button, just click subscribe. And then the next time that there's a video that goes up, you'll know about it. Or you could just take the time to invest and get yourself an account so that you can know. This prophecy contains multiple prophetic themes from the Lord. This is all the way from June, June 19, 2022 is when I got this prophecy and I put it up the same day. The title of this message is Makeup, Money, and Monsters, Prophetic Insight from the Lord. Now, insight is information that allows us to better understand a topic. It is knowledge that can come because you've studied it, it is knowledge that makes a situation better because it widens the scope of a person's understanding. Insight is also the prophetic ability to see ahead, to intuitively see to the core of a matter in order to provide better understanding and answers. And so before I go further into this prophecy, the title is Makeup, Money, and Monsters. The Lord, after, excuse me, please, after reading over this prophecy before I deliver it, the Lord said three things concerning them and concerning money. All God said is money is going away. Money is nearing the end of its usefulness. I always ask the Lord if there's anything he would want me to say before I start the message. And all he said was tell them that money is nearing the end of its usefulness. Tell them that money is going away. Tell them that the new system that will come into place has no use for the current type of money that exists in the world. And I've always been warning people, the Bible always says, don't put your heart in earthly treasures. But for sure, if you are stuck on this normal type of financial system, economic system that we have, you're going to go through a traumatic shift when you suddenly wake up and find life like it was in 2020. We, we suddenly went through a harrowing series of changes in 2020 that we had no buy-in, no frame of reference, no warning. Life changed overnight. All of a sudden, we were getting these rapid-fire top-down instructions that the entire world had to follow in tandem, and money is going to go that same way. The second thing the Lord said is that makeup basically changes the person. Makeup changes the person. God says that it takes you away from the original. And so imagine 
the form of makeup that he's talking about here that completely alters not only the entire appearance, but he says that it actually has a soulish effect on the persona. That is what he said about makeup. And then the last thing he said is, and please listen, because this is how the Lord is. In the time past, I used to perhaps separate these prophecies where I will bring them out and date them all the same, but then I will discuss one topic and then discuss money and then discuss this. But I have long decided to leave them alone and to present them exactly as they are, because there's one thing that is missing in today's Christian culture, and it is a shame, is that God's people don't know what he sounds like. God's people who say that they are discerning and they have a sharp ear and they read the Bible, they literally do not know what the Lord sounds like in the modern day. There's a whole chunk of people who don't even believe that prophecy still exists. They believe that the last prophet died with prophet whoever in the Bible and that God does not have messengers today, his literal mouthpieces that he has shaped, raised up, and appointed for the hour. People do not know what God sounds like. They do not know what God would say. They do not know how he moves like lightning between topics in a single download. And so concerning monsters, God said to, to say, he said, tell them that the great sea creatures will arise and be seen in the last days. God said that there are massive beasts in the sea, and he said that they will cause extensive damage to property in the last days. He said that they will cause excessive loss of life. They will terrorize coastal communities. Please listen. Countries that um, have a huge shipping culture or a huge fishing culture or things like that. Nations that are heavily dependent on this, dependent on the sea for their economic survival and their economic, um, you know, their, their economic life and everything like that. God said that these sea creatures will be seen with the eyes, that they will become a problem to coastal communities exactly as they used to be in the days of old. And he said, tell them that I said that if they doubt these things, they should go and look in the ancient histories. And I was seeing like a book, um, you know, these really thick books from the old days where the paper wasn't standardized paper like we have now. So it was these really thick pieces of paper and people used to write on them and it was written ye, Y-E, old, O-L-D-E, histories, H-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. They used to spell like that without Y's in those days. And so it was written ye old histories or something like that. And God was saying that, tell them to go and look in those books and see the boilerplates, meaning the hand-drawn descriptions from ship's captains, from people who lived in the coastal areas, from men who spent their lives on the sea. They drew pictures. They left details of the things, the great beasts that they encountered in the sea. And God said that basically in these end times, people are going to understand that he is God because he said that these are my creatures. And he even said this, if they ask why are these creatures then evil? God said that you should go and look in the mirror and ask, why are you his creation and also evil? 
So if he said that he created Leviathan and he said Leviathan is extremely rebellious and extremely evil. And you can find out more about Leviathan, I think in, it's in the last few chapters of Job. It might be Job 40 or Job 41, where the almost half that chapter is dedicated to Leviathan and Leviathan's behavior and his ways, how majestic he is, how extremely hard to conquer that massive sea beast is. And God said, Leviathan is evil and Leviathan is extremely rebellious. And yet Leviathan is his creature. So if anybody would ask, but why would God create these creatures? He said, you should understand the effect of sin because you also are his created being and you also sin. So that is why Leviathan is his creation and Leviathan is also sinful. So let's go into this. These insights were all given to the Lord. And in the very early hours of the morning, June 19, God woke me up and immediately started to say this. And this is what he said. I'm going to wake you up. I'm going to keep waking you up until people realize that my word is true. I'm going to keep waking you up until people realize and listen to the fact that <clears throat> my word is truth and it is important to know it and live by it. <clears throat> Excuse me, please. I am always warning about this. I am always warning that my people stop sinning. I will wake you up with these prophecies until they realize that I am not interested in sin reduction. I am not interested in them thinking that I simply want them to do better. I am not interested if they think that I want them to try a bit harder or just sin a little less. That is not what I want. I, the Lord, want. I, the Lord, am only interested in holiness and total sin eradication, meaning get rid of all sin, desire to sin, daydreams about sin, easy, easily being open to temptation to sin. God said he is looking for us to walk in holiness and totally eliminate sin out of our lives. I do not want to see sin anywhere at all. I do not want it to be part of my people's lives. And this is with an exclamation mark. I want it to where my people lose interest in sin altogether and strive by the grace of my spirit for a holy life, totally free of sin. I want them to be holy as I am holy. And I will talk to you about it, meaning he will keep waking me up and he will keep giving me these prophecies and he will keep sending me to say these things. I will talk to you about it until the task has been accomplished in their understanding. But I wrote here then, I guess that God will be talking to me forever because you can never get all people to come to an agreement of what sin is. If you say to people, no sex before marriage, then they will say, it's my body and it's my choice. The same thing they say about abortion. They will say that a child is a clump of cells and they will say that abortion is healthcare and therefore their preference, their choice to terminate the life of a baby, they will call it a clump of cells without taking logic to its conclusion and ask, everything starts as cells. So then what is the final iteration? What is the final shape 
of that clump of cells? Does it just continue being a clump that grows, grows into nothing? Or does not the baby emerge from that clump? They will say it's their body, their choice. If you say to people that people have to be married before they have sex, then they will say marriage is just a sheet of paper and God knows my heart. And as long as the two of us have an intention in our heart to be man and wife, we are married. So the reason that sin cannot be eradicated is because everybody thinks that there is no objective standard. And this is why God says it's essential to know his word because his word is the objective standard. His word is the same for you if you live in India, if you live in Germany, if you live in Togo, it doesn't matter. The word of God is the same for all who take up the standard of God's word, which is why we do not come to the word of God and then begin to say, well, God knows my heart and I will live my individual truth. You can't come to Christ and put on Christ and then take him off and say, well, I put on myself when it's convenient and then I put on Christ when I want to be saved from the Nephilim. Sin is evil and deadly and crafty, and God wants us to totally hack it out of our lives like dead, dry branches and burn it. And so the first thing that God showed me that early morning when he woke me up, I saw women squeezing these um, tubes of makeup, foundation, blush, eyeliners, mascara, lipsticks, and, and many different forms of coverage. And they were getting all that pigment on their fingertips, red, gold, brown, pearls, and pinks, and things like that because of what they were working with. And the Lord was saying that this stuff gets people into trouble. It is actually how people end up tumbled into sin because people are working in the deception that altering their appearance makes them somebody else. So women have become convinced in today's culture that if they only look different, then people will like them more. And that is tied to the mindset that when people like you more, you apparently have higher value. So this is definitely um, leaning into the world of hyper celebrity, which is the more people like you, the more people follow your social platforms, the more people are keyed into you because of beauty or whatever other relevant talking point you have then you somehow have a higher social value than others. I'm sure you've now heard these new terms that are out there in the world, high value man, high value woman. These are the rise of some of the end times deceptions that are coming in and makeup is part of that. God says that women have become convinced that looking different equals being different when it is not he says, this is mental conflict and deception. When you wear this stuff, the makeup, you become somebody else. And then he says in that new skin, women tend to act totally different because they can become somebody else in that false skin. And they even begin to feel that they are inhabiting another body. But this leads to perdition. The more you wear, the further you are getting lost in a false identity. Perdition is a state whereby it's hard for you to come back. Perdition is a state that literally destroys the very foundation that you are meant to be walking flat footed on as a Christian and you edge into a place. Perdition is a place whereby you are despoiled in your faith and you can't be renewed and you can't be brought back. 
And so God says that people smear their faces with this stuff and they become another being completely, an avatar, a vixen, a tart. And he says there's language that goes along with this. He says they become divas, goddesses, and queens. That, those are the names they use. Whatever they call themselves in their minds, the next step leads them into sin while inhabiting that new persona. So he's actually, in a way, talking about opening the door to possession. This can actually happen to you. Then the next step is they are led into sin and then revulsion. Revulsion means this is something that is disgusting and hateful to look at. So you're looking at your face and your Instagram followers are looking at your face and everyone is like, slay queen, slay queen. And God is saying, I hate you. I totally hate you. It leads into bonded forms of wickedness they cannot get free from. They become captives to those demons that wait just beyond the boundary lines for goddesses, divas, and queens. Then they cry, excuse me, please. Oh God, deliver me. I have fallen into iniquity. What is iniquity? Iniquity is this really... If you can imagine sin as perhaps a rock, iniquity would be the extremely granular forms of sin. Iniquity is almost like charcoal dust that you get under your fingers. So you can wash your hands, but if you've ever been dealing with barbecue briquettes or charcoal, you will find that that fine dust that gets under the fingernails, it is the hardest to get off. And that is what an iniquity is like. It is like the most granular greatest form of entrapment among the sins. And he says, how did they get there, celestial? They got there by degrees, by the various steps and actions that they take on a daily basis until they built a road to sin. And then it will be followed by the actual sin. So women will go out and they will be feeling on top of the moon because they've created. I'm sure you've seen these get ready with me videos. You can start with a person who looks like A and then end up with a person who looks like K. There is no similarity. A white person can tan themselves until they look like Grace Jones, simply through the use of makeup. A black person can lighten themselves until they look like little orphan Annie, simply through the use of highlighters and all sorts of things that they have invented now that truthfully, I do not even know what their names are or what they are. You can completely alter yourself into anything. And the problem is that you are altering yourself into someone who has increased her or even his because of the world we are in now, her or his chances from sinning of sinning from 10% to a 98% likelihood, simply because you are not yourself. And even when your eyes are perceiving this new persona, you will begin to act into what you drew rather than what you are. Examples of perversion, the Lord was saying, are like when you see men now are the makeup models such as a few years ago when CoverGirl introduced men to now be the models, or these videos where you see 250,000 people are following a man who is like, get ready with me, do a smoky eye, do a contoured nose, do all these things. 
And he said, even men are now creating and wearing some of the top makeup brands. So it's not even women creating these things anymore. It is now men who are sometimes the industry leader in creating and wearing these products, advertising these products in transgenderism and cross-dressing and things like that. God says that perversion is where you can't recognize someone when she takes her face off. She takes that face off. You won't know her. You would walk right past her. And also her self-esteem and her personal estimation of herself would tank and crater and she becomes addicted. She can't now leave that persona. She can't now leave that face because 9 million people on Instagram think that's who she is. And so she has to be that person all the time, building a cage for herself, a different person behind the paint. And even personality changes creep in. The devil takes advantage of this. God says that perversion is a change that is twisted and for the worse deviation. There is less personal responsibility for your actions when you don't look like you. This is the moral of this warning. Sin crouches at the door for many men and women, perversion and the entry of different types of evil spirits. The next part of this prophecy is concerning money. People, I have to warn you that God is constantly talking about the coming of the new world. The Lord is beginning to open this thing up to me um, in these prayer calls. And the things that are being said, I'm going to bring them to you live because when I am praying, I am hitting high in the spirit. And so this is prayer that is coming from the very core of me. And by the time the prophecies begin to come out, we are already at a different level and they just come out blunt. They come out real. They come out raw. And that is exactly how you are going to hear them once I've edited um, other things that are at the beginning and at the end of them out. So this verse is Ezekiel 7 and 19. They will throw, this part of the prophecy is called the destruction of money in the world economy. The world economy is going to go away. There is a new world coming. That world has no use for the money we have. That world has no use for the economy we have. Hear the word of the Lord. That, word, that world has no use for the humanity that we have. It is unacceptable to them. They want a new form. They want a new shape. They want a new kind. And in order to get in the new, you have to take off and get rid of the old. The destruction of money in the world economy, Ezekiel 7 and 19. They will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be treated as an unclean thing. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. It will not satisfy their hunger or fill their stomachs, for it has caused them to stumble into sin. The next part, the next thing that God said was, you will have trouble getting money out of the bank in a short time. This prophecy was received on the 19th of June, 2022. I have been hearing about money going away since... Maybe 2016, I started dreaming it, but he was just showing it to me in dreams. In 2018, there was a prophecy called Money Down the Drain. It was a series of two dreams. In one, I saw that the U.S. dollar lost 60% of its value. 60% of the money bottomed out of the currency. 
and America went into a high propaganda wave. They were saying things like, we're the greatest country in the world. Don't let anybody tell you different. Everything is fine. This, this was stuff we anticipated. All of this, we have the situation well in hand. It was all desperate, cooked up lies. And people were equally desperate. And so they were listening to it. They were believing it. But at the same time, they were experiencing severe mental schisms. Why? Because goods were priced out of the, the reach of most people. People in America were for the first time having to make decisions about which basic they will buy. They were looking for food for their children. And they were so confused because the government kept up a high octane campaign of this was all part of our plan. We knew this was happening. Didn't we tell you that we were working on this stuff? We are the greatest country in the world. We're the people in the greatest country in the world. We're hungry and broke. They were falling behind on mortgage payments. They chopped every single luxury that you could think of out of their lives. And it was a terrible situation. And the second dream that I had that same night was basically, I was speaking to a bunch of my family and I was telling them, and pretty much like everything that happens here, the master's voice, some people believed me and some people didn't. And they were trying to argue and saying it's not true. And the funny thing is they were saying that as we were in the situation where the money had already crashed, that's how much Kool-Aid was in their veins. They were in the financial nightmare and saying it's not true because TV said something else. So let those who can hear the warning be warned. God said, you will have trouble getting money out of the bank in a short time. There will be a mass, mass shortage of bills. Also of physical money, hard cash, because the banks have no liquidity. They are overstretched in their dealings and they have no actual funds to back up all the business that they're doing meaning that they cannot guarantee their deposits by any stretch of the imagination. So this is just what the Lord was saying, and I put it down. Some of you will automatically have a deeper understanding of what that means. I guess it just means that the banks are trading, and they don't have the actual money to give people back their money if they wanted to, because he actually speaks of bank runs. So let's just go logically. I'll read it and you hear and understand. To put it another way, the banks of America, especially, but also many major banks around the world are running something like a high stakes poker game. They have lots of players, tons of influence and perceived clout. They appear as if all things are well. They appear as if all things are in hand, but God says they do not have a single penny of the money that is required by law to pay up if and when somebody wins at this high stakes poker game and wants to claim their money. So in other words, the game is fine as long as we, the players, we, the depositors keep saying, Yes, hold on to our money. Yes, hold on to our money. Keep it, keep it as deposits. But if anybody should want to suddenly withdraw the money or a large group of people want to withdraw at the same time, maybe because they lose confidence in the government or maybe because there's some event that makes people feel they'd rather have their money with them physically at home than in some bank, then God said there's not a single penny of the money that the bank should have by law 
to pay up when depositors put a demand. So if anyone decides to withdraw from the bank, it is hard for them to get their money. This is a dangerous situation in the United States that has come to the end of its logical rope. Prepare for mass chaos and societal breakdown once it becomes publicly known, widely known, public news that the banks have lost soundness. They don't have money on site at the banking halls and in their vaults. They do not receive their daily rations, incoming physical capital like they should. It is a foregone conclusion that American banks will crash and my word will be fulfilled. And this is the word. The USA will suffer a financial crisis that is worse than all previous ones. So I've been saying this for quite a while, that America is going to have a crash that will make 1929, 30, 31, 32 depression look like a practice run. 2008 look like a kid's baseball game. A financial crisis worse than every other kind that has ever come before. And he said, this time there will be no rescue by the government or anyone else. The economy will be destroyed and conditions that are equal to or worse than the great depression will arise. And then curiously, the Lord said this, it is wise to marry a rational man who has the common sense to keep a duffel bag of money and other resources in his house. Do not marry a complacent fool who does not know the signs of the time. This is the warning of the Lord. So women, I guess you can hear, the banking crisis is coming. Not being able to get money, not being able to afford goods and services because they will be priced right out of the reach of most people. There is severe distress looming for the United States, but they are not admitting it and they are not speaking about it. They are not warning about it. It is not being confessed so that people would at least have a chance to prepare. I'm going to link that same 15 to 20 minute live prophecy prayer call. It's called nothing but scattering. And you can listen for yourself and hear how God is saying that the U.S. government has spent itself into the deepest, darkest black hole, and they will never be able to come out of it. He said that they can be as creative with the books as they want, but this time they're going to pay the piper. Nobody is going to kick the can of financial, financially poor stewardship down the road anymore. And here is the same prophetic word from 2018. Official channels will tell people all is well, and they will label and brand anyone who says otherwise with names like conspiracy theorist and fear monger. People out there, make sure that you don't get sucked into the trap of your own pride. Don't be that person who is standing at the edge of a precipice, and when you're told there's a precipice, then you start bringing out your Harvard degree and your MIT degree and your all degree degrees because you're too proud to hear when someone calls duck. To foreigners, duck simply means bend quickly. A projectile is on the way to hit you. 
God says, whoever sleeps in the arms of the beast will be crushed by it. Whoever denies the truth of the Lord when it is given, you will be a casualty of the times. And then God moved into this thing that many people out there are being sucked into. Cryptocurrency. Beast money is on the way. The banking crisis will remove hard currency from circulations and banks themselves will crash. It will be allowed to happen because now is the time of the new world order. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. And the reason I've been saying it is because the person who sent me to say it has been saying it. That a new world is coming, a world that has no use for the coins that people are getting from the coin changing machine. It doesn't have, this stuff is primitive to the beast system because the beast system is the platform, the new life that is being prepared for the return of the fallen. These Anunnaki, these extraterrestrial beings as they present themselves, the fallen angels, they have no use for this. It's like sticks and and, and, and stones to them. It's like literally watching children trading with, with, um, candy and, and Halloween candy and things like that, making little exchanges. It is so primitive and backward to them. They are going to upgrade this world and give it a facelift. And one of the greatest facelifts will be money And God said in that prophecy that mammon is judged. And guess what? Everybody whose heart is turned to mammon, I know that we need money to live. The Bible says money answers all things. But anyone whose heart is too tied to it, you will literally go through surgery without anesthesia as you watch this financial system that you are so bonded to be torn apart and destroyed. Beast money is on the way, and this banking crisis is meant to crash the financial system as we know it and replace it with the new world order system. It doesn't need currency. It doesn't need hard cash. It doesn't need physical money. They're going to implement and raise up the online money of the beast. Cryptocurrency is the beast money system. And I have known this since 2014. It has been in my old journals when Bitcoin first came out, and I kept wondering why do people say that they're getting into something where they have to, I think it was, you actually had to mine the Bitcoin in those, in those days. And I couldn't understand the concept. What are people doing? You had to get a whole separate computer and be mining the coin, whatever it is. And the Lord told me that is what that is. Online money in a wallet. So you will, you will not have the money. I've spoken about seeing a time where I saw money running on the arms of people. I saw the transaction running on the arm. There was something, your arm would have these letters and numbers coming up. You would get your bank account detail. You would be able to see credits posting to your account and debits going out. And this will happen without your involvement, meaning your landlord will pull your rent right out of the account. There's nothing like late fees and, oh, can I, I I didn't get paid this month. And you, you keep the landlord on the, on the phone and tell him a storyline. There won't be anything like that. 
every single bill that you're supposed to pay will be automatically pulled out and you will be watching the transactions. As I saw in one dream, you watch the transactions on your arm, you watch credits from your job, direct deposits. You would see your bank balance right on your arm as God showed. But now he is talking about online money in a wallet that you can't, you, you, you have control over it to, to some extent, but if money is pulled out of the account, there's nothing you can do about it. He says, if the money is hidden, if the money is stolen or compromised on the other end, you are helpless. Cryptocurrency is 100% organized by the government. So if you didn't know that, if you didn't know who's behind all these, whatever they are, these various coins that drive some of you into a frenzy because this fake not Jesus that you keep being told is the one sitting in heaven and urging you to go and buy. I don't know what depth of deception is at work in the church today, but I just urge people in other jurisdictions, do not get caught up in what goes on here because this is the heartland of deception. If you live in another country and you watch this channel, do not drink from the same defiled pools that people insist on drinking from here. If you have heard these prophecies that God said one of the ultimate punishments to come upon America will be madness, spiritual madness, total lack of, um, of discernment, total lack of ability to tell what is rat poison and what is sound food. Do not join Babylon's habits. Just stay away from them. Watch other people. Watch other um, proven teachers with fruit. But don't follow the crowd and receive of this end times madness that God is sending upon this country to judge it and destroy it. And I'm telling you this because this is in Revelation. Come out of her, my people, and be separate lest you share in her plagues. It doesn't only mean get on a jet and fly back to the country you came from. It means come out of these whorish ways. Come out of this inability to hear wisdom, to love truth. Come out of this set determination to, to cling to lies no matter what, no matter how much warning, no matter how much proof. Don't receive it. Cryptocurrency is 100% money organized by the government and controlled by a final password that they have. Money is vi visible to you, but what you don't know is that the money that you're seeing in your crypto whatever, God says it can be made invisible to you at the click of a button and you will suddenly not have that money anymore. This is the future of banking, virtual money, no ATM, no need to handle real money anymore. And this is how it will be in the beast system. I already spoke about it in another prophecy. So you will go out and you will be drinking your rationed alcohol and maybe you have a low alcohol tolerance and you get drunk and then you begin to say, I, I hate this new system. They, they, who do they think they are? And somebody's standing right there and recording you with whatever device. And then you wake up the next morning and you've been hit with a $2,000 fine for um, negative speech against the government, anti-government rhetoric. And you will just see that minus 2,000 debit on your online account. And that's because 
Somebody is on the other end of that account, pulling money out of this crypto whatever, and there's nothing you can do about it. You've been hit with the fine. You've been judged. You were not even given the chance to defend yourself. The money's just gone. And if you try to raise a stink, they'll probably take 3,000 more for pushing back against the righteous judgment of the Gestapo North Korean government. There's endless proof of this. I've been working on this stuff, pro providing this stuff for whoever will listen for three years now. So the final part of this says concerning the rise of monsters and the Psalm is Psalm 74 and verse 13. You divided the sea by your might and you broke the heads of the sea monsters in the waters. God says that the nation of Iceland will have a financial crisis and also a war. A supernatural war is what I dreamt of that morning. I saw that there was war in Iceland and it was not between people and people. It was between a creature of multiple arms that was rising out of the sea. A massive, huge thing that I pray never to see in real life. I was seeing the thing, but I was not seeing the thing. So I was in Iceland and I saw all the Icelanders that were at that point where that creature rose up. Those people rallied like champions to come and fight that thing. I saw mothers who had put on pants and farm work boots. I saw dads who were wearing caps and overalls. I saw working people. I saw the army. I saw whoever was available and they were all rallying to respond to the need to defend their country. And I couldn't see the enemy clearly as in this creature that I was perceiving it was there and it was not there. And sometimes that's how these spiritual beings will be. The shape was there. This thing was coming out of the water with many arms, but at the same time, it was not there. And it was much taller than these people's Navy ships. But they were not afraid. I saw these people set their faces and they were coming from every point of the island. They were holding shotguns. Um, the army was well-prepared. They were holding pitchforks. They were holding whatever they could get their hands on men and women. And they were coming to face this threat. And this thing was several stories tall and where it was, the sea was bubbling as in the sea was boiling. So I don't know if the heat was in the skin of the creature or I don't know if the heat was in the belly of the creature, but I know that the water where the creature was, was steaming and starting to come to a light boil. And in this dream, I was a journalist. So I had gone to Iceland to do a cover story on their natural resources. And when this creature came, I had come back to the office to work with the chief editor about um, how, we would, how I would cover the various interviews across the island that would go into my final story. And what this man says to me, please watch my facial expression. It was just like, excuse me. He says, quick, grab an assistant and go cover the story of the thing by the sea. And I gave him this look like, did I tell you that I came here to die? But he ignored my face. He ignored whatever I was saying. And he just said, shoo, 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 take the assistant. And the assistant was so keen. The assistant was like, oh, yes, yes, let us go. And I was, this person just was 
eager to get going. And the, and the editor drove me out of his office. So he drove me out of the office and he began to fire off instructions to the staff and tell them that we were running with this story. This was the big story that he was going to put on the front page. And so I left this man preparing for a mass print. And I was thinking, what is wrong with this man? But when I came outside, I saw that this is how these people naturally are, that they are not a people that are easily daunted in Iceland, never been there, don't know anyone from there. But God was showing me that they have this can-do spirit and they are strongly protective of their home and their island. And so I just took the assistant and tried to go as close as I could to the sea to see this thing that was boiling the sea. And that was it. Um, oh yes, there is still more in this prophecy. Um, this part is called homegrown monsters for America. This is all God. Please listen to those who will think, well, I don't know what to think. This is why I leave the prophecies together. Because if I put the financial prophecies on one side, then you will say, oh yes, oh yes, I believe, I believe I had the same dream. But then if I separate the monster prophecy, then this is when people begin to zone out and say, I don't understand this and I don't believe this. No, God will talk about cryptocurrency and he will say that the bank is crashing. And at the same time, he will turn around and say, so the great dragon was cast out. The serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world cast to the earth, his angels cast out with him. Revelation 12 and nine, there will be, there will be alien invasion across the United States. This is the Lord's words, full scale alien reveal. He said, not disclosure, reveal. Disclosure is when people confess or they give information about an existing situation or event, and it's based on their motives and timing. So disclosure is maybe when you're under pressure and this blackmail, and then you decide to bring the information out because it benefits you to get ahead of the story. But God says, a reveal is when the event or the situation takes matters into its own hands and it doesn't wait for you. Aliens are not going to wait for the government to disclose them. I have always said in, I think, at least three or four months of alien prophecies, I've always said that God says that America put her hand out to work with Satan in the form of these creatures because she is greedy and she wanted to get ahead of the curve when it comes to weapons and technology. But he said that she cannot control these creatures because who can control Satan? And therefore, they're going to show themselves. Let me read. Aliens will show themselves openly without anyone's permission, and they will do it in America at the same time as they do it in the rest of the world. Synchronicity, a perfectly timed worldwide mass event. I shared the dream where I said that was in a country in Africa 
And I was running around trying to warn friends. And this is after I had seen the aliens expose and reveal themselves here in America. And I said that I saw them hanging over every single part of the world, even in remote areas, even in villages. They showed themselves at the same time. And God said the way that they will do it is that no one can tell another person, do you know what's happening here? The other person, even if you're calling them across the world, they will say, I know they're outside. Synchronicity, a perfectly perfectly timed worldwide mass events. Aliens, Aliens will stop hiding and they will come out where everyone can see. And the result will be the long planned, long anticipated breakdown of society. This is the great deception. This is the greatest of all end times delusions. The greatest deception that will ever be seen and experienced by mankind now or ever again. Creatures will finally come out. I have shared with people that those madams in the sea with their fish tails will come right out on the beach and they will stand there And I'm adding this word for people who constantly disbelieve the things that God is showing, but then will go to the UFO channel and believe the UFO channel people. There's this mockery that people always say, why is it always a fuzzy camera? Why is it always a fuzzy camera? How come nobody ever gets good footage? I don't believe in all this. God says that you have no idea the amount of spiritual power that is emitted from a demonic being. He actually said to me, Celestial, it is laughable how arrogant people are and they don't know what they are dealing with in the last days. To think that a little thing like a cell phone, because it seems so mighty in your hands and it has 1080p or 4K, that you can focus it on a mermaid or focus it on an interdimensional being and your camera in this world will capture something that is able to dissolve right in front of you and move from this dimension back to the dimension it came from. That is severe arrogance. And this is why I am always quiet when people are talking out the side of their neck about things that they do not understand. They don't want to be seen now. It's not expedient for them now. And I am not a theorist. I shared in an old video that when my own father was telling us that it is not possible for the United States to be showing us anything that they have not had or been dealing with for at least 50 years, I was strongly on the no team because God had started showing me these things as a child and I did not want to believe that he was right that he was telling the truth, that there could be things like this. They will come out when the timetable suits them, not when it suits the U.S. government or any other government that may have knowledge of them. They will come out when it works for them. And God says that this will be the height of what causes society to break down. So it's not even the banks or seeing creatures out of the sea that will make society break down. It is this mass event that is perfectly timed to cause the destruction of religion, the destruction of faith. People will flood out of the church 
They will flood out of the church because they will be so disappointed that these demons actually exist. People will set up tons of new belief systems. You will find so-called Christians out there trying to witness to aliens because that's how so much of the church is already deceived, defunct, deluded, doesn't even know what the scripture says. That these are cast out and rejected beings, creations of Satan, along with the fallen angels themselves, rejected sons cast down from the upper heaven who will never be given a chance to return. People will be out there trying to witness to them and the aliens will just be saying, but we know the great Lord. And people will be saying, I think he's opening up to the scriptures. This is death, God says. I'm not going to go into it in depth. All the videos are there. They're in playlists. Let all who belong to God be warned of this time when men will be forced to live in society with what is unclean and rejected by God. Whoever joins covenant with these beings, you should know there is no place for you in the eternal kingdom of God. I'm celestial with the master's voice. God speaks with one voice on many subjects because he is the master of all subjects. There's no human being that can master this many topics in one prophecy, let alone this many topics on the blog, more than 400 printed prophecies and going towards 300 in videos. And I'm still working to complete as many of them as I can. This is the Lord warning people moving from topic to topic, shining light to make us aware that this natural world and the supernatural world are going to mesh in ways that will be painful for all people who are disbelieving, proud, cannot humble themselves, cannot learn how to pray and survive in the conditions and the climate that are ahead for us. It is only that remnant that will be, he said, at the end of it all, my remnant, my little remnant will be left alone, singing songs of love to me. It is up to each person whether you want to be a part of that or not. For some of us, we may not have a choice. God said that there will be martyrdom, there will be loss of life. But I always say that there's great ways to increase your chances with all this stuff. Prophecy is supposed to drive you back to God. If you haven't learned that now, then I'm not sure it can do anything for you. Prophecy doesn't drive you to the comment section to start asking people, does anybody know when this is going to start? What, what are you going to do about it? If you knew the actual date, what are you going to do about sending extraterrestrial creatures or sea monsters back to the sea? What, what would you do if you could have a date to pop on Google Calendar? What does it matter? I don't understand why we approach these major things in the way that we do. These words are meant to lift the eyes to Christ and to bow the knee before the only person who can keep a man, a woman, a family through such things, all the way from economic crash, all the way into beast system, all the way into whatever great extermination they hope to perform, all the way to the coming of the fallen. Only God, not the comment section, is where the deliverance is. This is Celestial with a master's voice. The Lord bless you, and until I see you again, stay in the truth of God's word, God's will, God's way.
Goodbye.